Welcome everyone to today's Or Torah, Har Lebanon, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur, Daf Kuf Lamid Zayin. We will begin at the Mishnah, Daf Kuf Lamid Zayin at the top. Says the Mishnah, Misha Sukot, Echad Limol Echad Shabbat, Ve'echad Limol B'Shabbat. person has two kids. One needs a Sunday breast, the other one needs a Shabbat breast. By mistake, he does the Sunday kid on Shabbat. Chayav, he needs to bring a korban chatat in that case, because the bris that's the Sunday bris is not due yet. It's only the seventh day, not not the eighth day, and therefore uh, the bris is no good, and they need to bring a korban chatat for having. Uh, shed blood by mistake on Shabbat, which is uh, the Yisur of Shochet. Uh, the Gemara continue, Mishnah continues and says, Echad lemul shabbat. If there was a Friday bris and a Shabbat bris, and you mix up the two kids, uh, by the way, uh, the case of mixing up kids, there's a few different possibilities. One obvious one is if a person has twins, one born before sunset and one born after Sete Kochavim, that would be the classical case. There could be other cases as well. I could have two wives, and one could give birth one day and one the next day, and you can mix up which one's which. Either way, in the second case, one is a Friday and one is Shabbat, so this way, one kid is, a, is, an eight, is on his eighth day, the right day, the Shabbat kid is on the eighth day, and the Friday kid's on the ninth day, in that case, there's a machlok, it says in Mishnah. According to the Bileyaz in Mechayev, you need to bring a korban chatat because even though it's the ninth day and you did do a mitzvah by doing the Brit Milah, however, that ninth day Milah doesn't push off Shabbat, only the eighth day one, and you need to bring a korban chatat. And Yeshua says, Yepatur, we'll see why soon. Says the Gemara. The Gemara is going to say that besides this Mishnah, there's two other brightos with different versions of the same machloket. In order to understand this, you have to keep in mind that every time you have a Mishnah, it's recording, a Mishnah is a recording of a machloket between Tanaim. Now the, mach, the recording of the machloket could be could have different versions of it depending on which rabbi is recording the machloket. So if you go into one classical one bit midrash, the rabbi will be teaching his students the way he remembers the machloket. Another one will, will teach his students differently. After all, the machloket were hundreds of years before Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi are over a hundred years before the Mishnah was written. At the same point, there are brightot. Rabbi Yudanasi picked the, a, a certain set of brightot to make the Mishnah. But there could be other brightot listing the same thing. So our Gemara is saying that Rabbi Rehuna has a brightot writing with the word Chayev, and Rabbi Yehuda has one with the word Patur. We're going to soon see what he means by that. Two different brightot about the same Mishnah. Now we're going to list each one. Rav Huna Matni Chayav Ditanya. We have the following bright like this. Amar Bishmuel Melazar Lo Nechaku Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yeshua Al Mishu Shayol Beti Chotachalim Ul B'Shabbat Vachalim Ul Achal Shabbat. There is no machloket between. Lo Nechaku Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yeshua Al Mishu Shayol Beti Chotachalim Ul B'Shabbat Vachalim Ul Achal Shabbat. V'Shachach Umal Shal Achal Shabbat B'Shabbat Shu Chayav. Everyone agrees, according to this brisa. 
that if you have one baby is a Sunday baby and the other baby is a Shabbat baby, everyone agrees in that case that you need to bring a korban chatat. Again, you have one baby that's seven days old, the other baby's eight days old, you did the seven-day-old baby on Shabbat, everyone agrees you need a korban chatat. You have two babies, one's an, a Friday baby, which is a ninth-day baby, and the other one is a Shabbat baby, which is, a seven, which is an eight-day-old baby, and you did the nine one on Shabbat, both of them learn their halacha from Abu Dazara, which means the rabbi who says Yechayav and the rabbi who says Yepatur from the Korban in the nine day Shabbat bris are learning it from Abu Dazara from the same source. It's like Abu Dazara will tell you that just like. Just like if you do Abu Dazara by mistake, you have to bring a korban. Here also, you did something by mistake, you need to bring a korban. And that's the story. Very simple. And Rabbi Yeshua says, no, you can't compare it to Abu Dazara. Hatam mitzvah. When you do Abu Dazara, Abu Dazara is never a mitzvah. It's never a mitzvah to do Abu Dazara. Here, when the guy was on the ninth day, it was a Friday bris, and he's doing a ninth day bris. Yes, he's not doing bris bismana, but it's still a mitzvah to do a baby on the ninth day. It's a mitzvah from the eighth day on. And therefore, since he did a mitzvah, maybe you don't bring a korban chatat when you're also doing a mitzvah at the time of the bris. And that's according to Yeshua, why you're patur in that case. So according to this, this Rav Huna's patur is really the same thing as our Mishnah, only with an explanation according to this Brisa. So this Brisa is basically our Mishnah, with a little explanation of the reasons why the rabbis might say yes or no, like Avodasana. That was Rav Huna. We're on the second wide line now. Rav Yehuda Matni Patur. What does it mean when Yehuda says Patur? The time we have the following bright Everyone agrees that, when, according to this, everyone agrees that if you have a nine-day-old baby, an eight-day-old baby, like the Friday one, and you did the nine-day on Shabbat, you get Patur. So in other words, everyone's agreeing to what... what Rabbi Yeshua had said last time that when you're doing a mitzvah, you're patur, everyone agrees to that. They're arguing about a case where you had a seven-day baby and an eight-day baby, and you did a seven-day baby on Shabbat. Should be as last time we said that everyone agrees you chayav. Here we're saying That's simple. Maybe it says You did a seven day old baby on Shabbat. Now, why would you be patur? Why should you be patur? You did a seven day old baby on Shabbat. Again, the source is Avodazara. Just like Avodazara, Torah says not to do it. And when you do it, you bring a chatat. Here too, Torah says not to do it. When you do it, you bring a chatat. Yeshua says, Hatam lo tarid mitzvah. Hacha tarid mitzvah. Yeshua says, you can't compare this to Avodazara. Because by Avodazara, you weren't trying to do a mitzvah. Meaning 
that by Avodah Zarah, you know you're doing an Avera. No one thinks you're doing a mitzvah. But by the seven-day-old baby, he mixed it up. He thought he had the eight-day-old baby. And when you think you have an eight-day-old baby and you think you're doing a mitzvah, the Yeshua holds that you don't get your, your patur. So according to the second writer, Yeshua holds your patur in all cases, whether a nine-day-old baby or a seven-day-old baby. And Rebbe Lezer holds your, pat, holds your patur in the nine-day-old baby and chayav in the seven-day-old baby. Whereas in the first version, everyone agreed that the seven-day-old baby is for sure chayav. And the, the nine-day-old baby was the machloket. Okay. Third version. Tanya Rebchia. Omer HaRemeir. Remeir used to say, Lo nechleku Rabbi Eliezer v'Rabbi Yoshua. Everyone agrees that you need to bring a korban if you had a nine-day-old baby and you did it on Shabbat. It's an Erev Shabbat, nine-day-old baby on Shabbat, and you did it on Shabbat. Everyone agrees you chayav. If it's a seven-day-old baby, Rabbi Yehuda says Yechayav, and Rishul says Yepatur. Now this is a very funny one. Says Gemara Hashda. If that's is that possible, it's like a Hachi Hashda. Is that possible? Rabbi Yeshua b'Seifa de Lo Kavid Mitzvah Poter. If in the seven day old case where you're not doing Mitzvah Yepatur, Reisha and the Reisha to Kavid Mitzvah where you're doing Mitzvah Mechayev could be Chayav. How can you be? How can it? How is it possible? Klape laya, Amri, Debei Rav Yanai, Reisha kegon shekedem umal shel Shabbat erev Shabbat dol nitna Shabbat lidahot. The Reisha where Yeshua says Yechayav, even though it's a nine-day-old baby, it's talking about a case where you did the Shabbat baby on erev Shabbat. So therefore. When since you did the other baby, you don't really have a baby now that needs to push off Shabbat, and therefore you did the you did the you have an eight day old baby and a nine day old baby. You did the nine day old baby. Sorry, you have you have on Shabbat you have an eight day old and a nine old baby. The nine day old baby you're doing on Shabbat. The one who's eight days old, you did yesterday. Now, that means that there is no eight-day-old baby today. So you you had no mitzvah to do today, and you did a nine-day-old baby. That brings a, that brings a korban. But Seifa, but in the other case where you had a seven and eight-day-old baby, so you did it. There's one the the actual eight-day-old baby you're leaving for tomorrow. But you have that eight-day-old baby around when you're doing the seven-day-old baby. So since you are about to do a mitzvah, you are going to do the mitzvah. So we say, oh, he's going to do a mitzvah. He was trying to do a mitzvah and he messed it up. That's when you're patur. Okay? Amar leir of Ashi of Ghana. Reishanami in the Shabbat Lichot. Says the Gemara, if that's true, even in the first case, there is a baby who needs a brit milah. It might not be this guy's baby, but there's babies in the world who need a brist that day. So, so what's the difference if I have one 
another baby that needs a bris. What does that do with this other baby? I did a baby that didn't need a bris on Shabbat. Why are you, why are you telling me that I could be uh, I could be Chayav or Patur? Says the Gemara, Lahai Gavra Yes, yes, but Hashem didn't let you be Mechal Shabbat. It's true. It's true that there's other babies, but if you have a baby and you have a job to do the baby, either because it's your baby or you're the Mohel of the baby, then this Rabbi Yeshua could say you're patur because you mixed up the babies and you were trying to do a mitzvah. But we don't look at it like you're trying to do a mitzvah when you don't have a baby that really needs a mitzvah on Shabbat. I think the way to look at it is, is as follows. When you have two babies in front of you, one is supposed to be Sunday, one's Shabbat. And you mix up and you do the Shabbat, the Sunday one on Shabbat. So since you, you, and you are in possession of a Shabbat baby, and you try to do it, so therefore we say that that's called a, that's called a Chatat. That's called you try and do a mitzvah. But when you're not in possession of a baby, even though someone else might have a baby, even though there are people out there who has a baby, but but that we don't we don't look at it like you're doing a mistake doing a mitzvah. We don't call that you're doing a mitzvah. Uh, I guess you know if a guy thought that uh, if a guy has a doll and he th- thinks that the doll is, needs a, needs a milah and it doesn't, and he mixes the doll up with a person, we don't say well. He mixed, he was trying to do a mitzvah, he was trying to do the doll, but the doll is not a mitzvah. Similarly here, the baby that got a milah is not a mitzvah, and therefore you can't count it. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Katan nimol l'shmona. New Mishnah. Katan gets a baby on the eighth day. Uh, a, a baby could have a brit milah on either its eighth day, ninth day, tenth day, eleventh day, or twelfth day. Said, how could it work? Kidad called the normal way, the Shmona is on the eighth day. You know, a lot of the Ben Hashemashot, if you have a baby that's born in Ben Hashemashot time, so you don't know what day it is, you can't do it too early, and therefore, what do you do? Nimola Tisha, you always do it on the, what might be the ninth day. It's either the eighth or ninth, but you do it on the day that would have been the ninth, not the day that might be the eighth or seventh. A baby who's born in Ben Hashemashot, you don't know what day it is. So, let's say, for example, if you have a baby born in between Sunday and Monday, so Sunday is the eighth day, perhaps, or it's the seventh, or, I'm sorry, it's born in between Sunday or Monday, and Monday. So Sunday uh, would have been either the eighth day, if the baby's born on Sunday, or the seventh day, if the baby's born on Monday. So you're not going to do it on Sunday. What are you going to do instead? You can do it on Monday. Why Monday? Because Monday is either the 8th or the ninth. So the mission is calling that baby, baby born as, as a baby who's getting it on the ninth day, because there's a chance that it might be his ninth day. Nimol it could be, that's the ninth day, that's the ninth day. shel erev Shabbat, nimol If it's born on fr- between Friday and Shabbat, so then it has to be on the 10th day, which means that there's a possibility it's the 10th day, because if we, we, we won't do it on Shabbat or on Friday because it can't be on Friday 
because that for sure might be the seventh day. It can't be on Shabbat because in case it's it was really Friday, this is the ninth day, and it won't push on Shabbat. So instead they'll do it on Sunday, which is the tenth day. Yom Tov Lachar Shabbat, if, uh, if there's a holiday right after Shabbat, which means, if let's say it's born Friday night, and that it's born Friday night going into Shabbat, and the next week there's a holiday right after Shabbat, so then you can't do it neither on Shabbat, nor Friday, nor even Sunday, because Sunday's a holiday, and, and, and a breach and at the right time won't push off a holiday either. You'll do it on Monday, which will end up being the 11th day. And and if it's two days of Rosh Hashanah, which is a ho- even in Israel, there's two-day holiday when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, then, then it won't be the baby who's born on Friday, Friday going into Shabbat will not have a Brit Milah until the 12th day. Okay? Katana and that's, this is all on a baby who is healthy. So all these days, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, we're on a healthy baby. That's the right time to do on a baby that's healthy. If the baby is Chole, then we don't we don't give him until he is healthy. Says the Mishnah. Amar Shmuel Shmuel says, If the baby gets a fever, you give him seven full days to get better, and then on the eighth day after he gets better, that's when he gets to make milah. You don't just do it right when he gets better, you have to wait eight days afterwards. Do we need, do we need me'et le'et, which means, well, let's say you have a baby who got sick and he got cured, let's say, on at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, in the 12 o'clock noon. Now, if the baby got better at 12 o'clock noon, Eight days later, normally you would want to make a brit milah at eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning. Do we say, well, that's eight o'clock, nine o'clock morning is a nice time for a bris, but this baby can't have it because you need seven days, and it's not seven full days; it's only six six days, six point uh, eight days, because it's at eight o'clock in the morning, and, it, and at, at twelve noon is when it'll be seven days. Or do we say, no, you don't need it? That's the question. Says the Gemara, Tashma, I'll bring your proof. The Tani Ludia, there was a rabbi called Luda who said. Yom Havratok, Yom Hivaldo. The day he gets better is like the day he was born. And we assume that means, my love, my Yom Havado, just like when you're born. We don't say, oh, if the kid's born at 6 o'clock, he can't do a bris till, the, till seven day, eight days later at 6 o'clock. It's fine in the morning. So to here. Maybe that's what it means. And if so, it's okay. Mara says, no, that's not what it means. Adif yom habrato miyom hivado diil yom hivado lo ba'inu metlet vil yom habrato ba'inu metlet. The brayta is just telling you that you have to wait seven days, but really we're telling you that over here you have to be metlet and you will not be able to do a brit milah that early. Okay, says the Mishnah. Elohim tzitzin ma'akvinu milah. We mentioned before. That's something called titin hamakvinila. You could have shreds of flesh when the mohel is cutting the foreskin, which is 
uh, a thick piece of skin that goes around the crown of the Mila area. There's a crown that every person has in, in, in that part of the area. And the crown, is when a baby is born, is covered by a thick piece of skin and a priya, which is a thin piece of membrane that goes under the thick piece of skin. The thick piece of skin could go up and down when a, when a, when a, uh, if a person would get older with it or lie, it'll go up and down, whereas the thin one is a membrane that is always there. So now, the, uh, when, the, when the mohel cuts, he's got to cut away that thick piece of skin. And if he leaves a thick atzitz, a, a thread of skin, some of them are me'akev and some are not. Okay? Some of them could be a problem and makes your brit milah not kosher. And that would make the guy messed up that he can't eat a korban pesach because he's like not milah. And some are not ma'akev. They don't, they don't look so nice. It's not so beautiful. But it's, uh, it's still a kosher. Our mission is going to describe the details. If you have flesh that's covering most of the crown, a thin, thi- a thin thing of flesh that's covering most of it, and if you do that, he's considered like he has no brit milah and he can't eat truma. Let's say that you took off all the flesh, but the kid, because he's chubby, uh, sometimes the, the milah sinks in a bit and it looks like the, the kid doesn't have a milah when he really does. Now, in that case, he's really totally fine, but it, it's like marit ayin. So therefore we say, we should try to fix it by fixing up the area because of Maritain. We don't want anyone to think that he is. But even though halachically, you wouldn't have to, but from Midorabanan, you have to take care of it. Says Gemara, if a guy did a brit milah by cutting the thick skin, and he didn't rip the membrane, which is normally done by, with the fingers of the mohel right after the milah, it doesn't count at all, and it's like he didn't have a brit milah, and of course he can't eat tiruma. Says the Gemara, I'm going to be a bina, I'm going to be a irma, but Abba, I'm a rav. When we say, the Mishnah says, that it has to be rov of the, of the thing, it doesn't mean rov around. It means rov up, which means if the if the if you have a little tzitz that goes, and normally it would be one inch tall. I'm giving an example, and now the tzitz is go is only in one spot, but it goes at least more than half an inch up. That's considered that's considered rov, and it's kilomal, and it's a problem. Now we said in the Mishnah, if the kid was chubby. And it look doesn't look like it's it's he's mild it's a problem you have to redo it. Amashmol katan hamesubal bebasar rinato kolzman shem shemitkashe v'nemahul enosichlamul. How do you tell? You a person will the mohel will touch the baby until the area until the thing. I, and by touching the ever until it has a kishui, it gets firm. Then, if when it's firm, it's a problem, and it looks like it's not. If when it's firm, it's a problem, then it's considered a problem. But if it's only a problem when it's not firm, we do not worry about that problem. We learned in a brighter. 
According to this, it's going backwards. We're saying that any time where when it's firm, it does it doesn't look good, then you do need a milah. Last time we said anytime it's firm and it looks good, it's okay. Now we're saying anytime it's firm and it doesn't look good, it needs a milah. And if not, it does. It's just the same thing backwards, it seems like. So the Gemara is asking, what's the difference between these two or not? The difference between them is, let's say you have a case where it looks like that, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's a problem, but it doesn't always look like a, but it doesn't look exactly like a problem. So, according to Shmuel, he says, uh, we, we assume it's a problem. It has to look mahul. That was the first statement. And since this is yes and no, you would have to do a milah. But according to Rashbag, it would be specifically if you doesn't look mahul. And since this is not clear, it doesn't look mahul, if it's nere it would not need a redoing. We said in the Mishnah, mal velo para. If a person, the mohel did a, the milah, velo para, and he did not do the priya, then we said it's like he didn't do a brit milah. Tanur Rabbanah, we learned in the Brayta. Hamal Omer, the person who does the milah, says the following bracha. Asher kiddushanu mitzvotav tzivanu ala milah. Okay, that's, that's the bracha said by the Mohel. Avia ben Omer, asher kiddushanu mitzvotav tzivanu lachniso b'litov b'shalav aminu. He's thanking Hashem for the opportunity to enter this baby into the brit, because it's a special zechut. Every child that he's able to enter into a brit is a zechut for the father, and he thanks Hashem for that. Ha'omdim omrim, those who are stand there, they don't not supposed to stand there and just watch. When they see the, the father get this zechut, you see someone get a zechut, you're supposed to wish wealth for him. You see a person getting wealth, you're supposed to wish him more wealth. So we see a person getting the zechut to bring a kid into the brit, and we say, Kishem the brit, Just like you got this, you should get more and more and more. Because you, when, you, when you bless Jews, you end up with a blessing yourself. Some people say it's a good thing that when a person wants children, they should make sure to say this at a Brit Milah. Omer, one who makes a Beracha, says, the Bavarech is any person there, usually a rabbi, but any person who's there who wants to make the Beracha, could say the following beracha: Asher kidesh yidim metim vechok b'sher osam. This is a beautiful beracha which I want to translate. Hashem is kidesh yidim metim. You gave sanctity to those you love from their from their womb. A baby is is holy from when it's born. Vechok b'sher osam, and you made a rule in those who are left to you and your Jews. Vetzetzav and chok b'sher osam is Abraham Avinu, right? It's it's av and Avraham Avinu's children chatam you you gave a chatima you gave a signature on Avraham Avinu's children brit kodesh with a holy brit alken and then we ask Hashem b'schar zot in the in the merit of this el chai our living God halkenu tzurenu you're you're our you're our portion and you're our our rock savel hatzil Hashem please. Command your angels, Lahatzil, to save Yididut, your beloved ones, Sheerenu, that's left over, leftover ones like us, Mishachar from destruction. In order, in the merit of the Brit, that you put in our, in our 
flesh. Baruch Hashem says the Gemara Vaiter, Hamalat Gerim, if it's not a baby, if it's a, a convert, which we don't have so much in our community, you say the following, Baruch Hashem Elkeinu Melech HaOlam, Alamila, that's the Mohel. Hamvarech Omer, the person who makes the Baruch says, Asheh Kedishanam Mestav Tzivanu Lamol HaTekerim, Ulaatif Mimem Dabrit, Thank you, Hashem, for commanding us to do the Brit Milah and to take a little blood. Because if it wasn't for the Dam of the Brit, the Brit is the Zechut for the world to exist. It's interesting that we say this only by a Ger. This should have been in general, but it could be that when the Ger is converting, we're pointing out to the Ger that the whole world would not have been existence if it wasn't for the Jewish people and the Brit that they have. And now we're, thank- we're, we're showing him how lucky he is when he's going to the Milah. We're showing him how lucky he is that he now has the Zechut in keeping up the world with his Brit Milah. Hamal Tavadim, if a person buys a slave in the olden days, nowadays not so relevant, but if you buy a slave, the halakha is yet to give a brit milah to him. And when you do, you say the following, that's the mal. Almost the same as the uh, Ger, because also he is becoming a Jew, even though he's being a slave, but he's becoming a Jew, and when he's get, feeling this, we want him to also have some feeling of appreciation that he's holding up the world. Hashem will come back to this Perek soon. Thank you. Amen v'amen.